Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. This is the Mind Changers Podcast, and I am your old pal, Rob. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, have we got a, a busy day, a busy afternoon, a busy... Oh, my goodness. So, here's the thing. This is an American-based thing, right? So, I talk a lot about American stuff, um, which is important for me because I'm an American, right? But more importantly, if we're going to be, if America's going to be uh, any sort of example for anything, frankly, um, we really have to get our shit together, and we're not. Uh, we, we, we look at... One, the first thing I'm going to talk about today is is our Supreme Court. Now, if you're not familiar with our Supreme Court, most most folks will be. There, there are, are multiple justices, uh, nine justices, really. And, and so you have, uh, you know, some are, some are uh, liberal, some are, uh, uh, some are conservative, whatever, different presidents uh, appoint them and then they're confirmed and all that kind of stuff. There are a couple folks on there who should not be on there because they lied to get their jobs now. But irrespective of all of that reality... There should be no higher aim, no higher group, no higher uh, source of ethics in this country than the people who have the final say on just about everything. But yet we see both from the conservative and the liberal members of this particular body that they not only have no ethics, they are against creating a situation that requires them to be ethical in their personal lives. I just, of the three branches of government, nobody, nobody would be able to get away with this. Lower courts would not be able to get away with this. You and I would not be able to get away with this. If you're not required to be ethical in your personal life, how can we trust your judicial assist, your, your, your decisions? I don't understand how. It doesn't make any sense to me. And, and right now, even people on the, on the right are against the addition of, of a, a, an ethics clause. How do you... What? And then and, and the, 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 the Dobbs decision, which in and of itself is a theft of liberty from citizens from half the citizenry, nobody cares about that just because it, it, like, it, it, is, it is amazing that something so critical to the full function of this big, giant nation that we're dealing with and all the stuff that comes along with it, we can't get people to, to agree that they should be ethical. What? I mean, what? Get, get what? I mean, even now, uh, Sotomayor, suppose the wise Italian or the wise Hispanic woman, blah 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 blah, all that stuff from her confirmation. The staff looked. Uh, her, apparently, her staff prodded colleges and libraries to buy her books. They wanted a big name guest lecturer, and so uh, they wanted to, to buy her books. Just what? Uh, you know, uh, just the donors and justices mingle at campus visit. I mean, Clarence Thomas takes 
you know, $100,000 trips. What? What? I'm sorry, what? No, you don't get to do that. You don't get to be that, the, the, the unimpeachable idea of justice and then be this unethical. There's nothing ethical about the things that they're doing. All kinds of problems, all sorts of ethical issues. But because they can't be fired, what are you going to do? We have, that means we have to take this on directly. And it's, it's just damned unfortunate because the... Oh, my God. It's amazing. It, it, truly, it truly is. And I cannot, for the life of me, one, I can't figure it out, figure out why this is happening. It doesn't make any sense. And so, I just, it's just, it's frustrating to me, and, and I wish it were different, but we can't make it different unless we change these things, right? And so, it's, it's in, my, uh, in my estimation that the only way to change these things is to make the decision to change these things, but we can't agree on anything. We can't agree that chemical... Uh, manipulation and castration of children is a bad thing. Listen, I am all for transgender folks being who they want to be when they crest the age of 18. There's a lot of things that you can't do until you're 18 or 21. Smoke cigarettes, drink liquor, buy a gun, whatever it is. This is the stuff you can't do. Right? So, include this. Now, I don't agree that there there ought to be uh, laws necessarily to prevent gender-affirming care. I think parents should just fucking know better. But here's the thing. They don't. They're, what happens? They're worried about their children uh, killing themselves. They're worried about child suicide. That's a big thing to be worried about, right? But are they worried about adult suicide? Because once you get to a certain point and then you, you realize that what you were doing uh, wasn't exactly who you wanted to be, and the drugs that you were force-fed or the, that you willingly took when you were 14 or 15 made it impossible for you to properly have sex or to have a child if you want one or whatever, then could that not make you suicidal as well? I mean, get the help that you need for the gender dysphoria. Certainly do that. But don't tell me that the only way to address the problem of transgender kids is... Is to is to is and I know surgeries aren't happening like they say they are, but some might be. I don't know for sure, but here's what I do know: all of these chemicals that we're giving to children is a bad thing. It's bad. I don't care what you say, because we know, we know we've done the. You you don't want them to have GMOs, but you're willing to block their puberty. What the fuck? Are you serious? You don't want them to eat uh, food coloring, but you, you're 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 gonna shove up. You're gonna block their puberty. It doesn't make make it make sense. Make it fucking make sense to me. Make it make sense, because I do not understand it at all. It wait until you are older. If you want to allow your your son to put on women's clothes or your daughter to wear men's clothes, that's your business. Live your life. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to stop you from doing any of that. But don't say to me that you must 
medically intervene in their uh, in, in their growth uh, uh, for the sake of for the sake of what to make them feel better uh, because they don't feel like themselves. I I understand to the degree that it's possible how difficult that that can be. I don't understand it thoroughly. I really don't. But here's what I know for sure. Being a child is hard. Growing up is hard. And it's not going to get easier if you do things permanently, if you make a permanent decision when things are temporary in your head. Okay? It's just, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. So, I know what the, I know what the medical folks are about, and, and they should be ashamed of themselves for doing what they're doing. Doctors and, 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 and you know, physicians and nurses and all of those people involved with doing these things, they need to stop. They, they truly need to stop. Now, here's what I will say. Once you are 18 and over and you are transgender, all the help in the world should go to you. If you have the, if you have the, the right health insurance coverage, all that kind of stuff, no one should stop you from doing that. We shouldn't be about taking away liberties. The states themselves, even after uh, the Supreme Court stole the right to an abortion from women in America, every state that's come along afterwards, something like 20-odd states, has started to ban abortion because they can. And you are stealing liberty. You goddamn hypocrites are stealing the liberty from those people. You don't like it. You don't like the freedom that they have, but you, so you, you take it away. What happens when, when we finally open up that, that uh, constitutional convention and they gut the Second Amendment because it's payback? You're going to get paid back for, for that. I don't, I don't understand it. These are freedoms I don't necessarily like. I'm not pro-abortion. I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-freedom. I'm pro-liberty. I don't want someone to have an abortion unless they need to or they wish or they wish to have one. I don't agree with uh, with abortion as birth control, but fortunately, that's not happening to any real degree. It's really not. But conservatives are so emotionally wrought and they're so weak as a group. They're, they're almost as weak as the liberals. It takes real strength to say, you can do what you need to do and live the life that you need to live. And although I disagree with it vehemently, I'm not going to stop you. It takes real courage to do that. But nobody, neither the, the, the liberals nor the conservatives, have that kind of courage. Neither one. Whew. And this is the thing, like like Florida, right? Uh, DeSantis is a absolute garbage human being, and, a, and an even worse governor. He got lucky with being hands off during the COVID that it worked out. But here's the thing: if you're gonna fa- if you're gonna deal with the whole transgender bit. Um, deal with it, deal deal with it as children. Make sure that you get it right when you say uh, there's you know transgender adults, people who are over the age of twenty one and can do whatever they want. And so, 
If I want to live in Florida and be transgender and I'm, you know, 21 years old and I'm a taxpaying citizen, why can't I have the, the care that I need? Because that you have sufficiently freaked out the medical folks who can't give, um, who, who can't, <laughs> who, who don't know what to make of your, your, your stupid rules because you keep moving the goalposts, frankly. And, and I, I, here again, if I'm the if I'm a candidate for president, right, I'm going to say to you, I don't care what it is that you do. Pursuit of happiness means diff, something different for everybody. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, there's nothing more important than that. But here's what you don't get. You have certain things that are in a box until you're 18, and then other things are in a box until you're 21. And after that, hands off. We're, you're free to do what you want. I might not agree with it. I might hate it. But who am I to hate it? Who cares what I think? Who cares what you think? I don't care what you think. It, it doesn't make a difference one way or the other. But, oh my God, we're here now. And each, each side is going to, to, to thump us on the head as a, as a pawn. And it's happening all across the world. It's, it's, you, you fall back to the student loan crisis, right? And he said, and, and, and Biden, Jesus, why is he still there? Wants to forgive all of this debt. You don't have the power to do that, sir. The Congress does, but you don't. And f furthermore, furthermore, if you want to fix the, the actual college problem, start allocating money which is in your purview, even by executive order, to make at least two-year colleges in states tuition-free. Do that. Try that. Give that a go. Hey? Give that a fucking go. Nobody's talking about that. Not with any seriousness. They want to forgive the, the money that's already been spent. Listen, if you took a $200,000 loan to, uh, to get a gender studies degree, fuck you. Pay it back. Oh, well, I tried to pay it back, but I couldn't. Well, because there are no gender studies factories in the town that you were. You gotta, it's got to be a marketable degree. It's got to be a marketable degree. Jesus Christ, how is it, how do you think, what, do you, what about the people who went to a, a, a trade school? Should they have to, should they have theirs forgiven? No, they don't need to because they paid their money back already. Because why? They went to fucking work and paid for it. Ugh. It's the same, it's the same thing every time. And I, and I know, at least Biden's got his head screwed on straight with, with respect to making Ukraine a member of NATO, which... Right now, especially, they shouldn't be. I'm not convinced that they shouldn't be all together when they're up and running fully, but I am convinced that now is not the time. But why are we still fighting? Why are we still giving away all of this aid to Ukraine? We're not going to get anything back out of this. There's, I'm going to say it straight, there's no oil in Ukraine. None. There's wheat, sure, maybe. But there's no, there's no money here. There's no money there, okay? And so you can't... Wow. You can't do what he's done. And so I just... I don't understand it. I simply don't understand it. I mean, we've lost the, conf the absolute fucking run of ourselves, and I don't know why. It, it escapes me. I mean... 
the Democrats aren't strong enough and the, the Republicans are monsters. And, and it's just such a difficult thing to try and deal with every single day and listen to every single day. It blows my mind. It truly does. And, and everything that's happening have, have has, everything that's happening has led to this jump in, in mass shootings, right? Because everybody thinks that, that the, the, the lines are bright and we have to start fighting each other. This is the fault of the media. This is the fault of social media and common media. This is the fault of, the, of our leaders who continue to, to, to fail to see the gray, who fail to live in the middle ground where all of this stuff actually is. And, I mean, I don't understand here again. Yes, shootings are a bad thing, and they don't happen in other countries, right? But violence happens in other countries too. It, it simply does. And, and so when we're talking about mass shootings, we can't even agree on what that means. I mean, it, I don't know where it goes, but here's what I know. The liberal way and the conservative way of those two things, neither one has worked. Not seriously. And I don't think we're ready to do what's necessary as a country to fix the problem. But here's what I would say. Here's how I would fix it. I would go issue by issue to figure out the problem. Let's talk about shootings. There's three ways to, to be injured and or die from a firearm. Homicide, suicide, and accident. Eliminate accidents because those are the lowest number. Suicides are the highest. What does that mean? That means we need more. We need mental health parity in our insurance. That's what we need. Okay? We need mental health parity in our, in our health insurance. That's what that means. Okay? We need uh, more mental health uh, deployments. We need folks in the, you know, to, we need uh, phone numbers to call. We need uh, uh, help to get from, uh, from counselors and therapists. We need more of those people, and we need to be able to uh, get more of those people deployed in the world. And all, and, and aside from that, we also need to get folks uh, treatment for all of these things, and, and there needs to be a way to require that from the insurance companies, because the insurance companies are the linchpin and they're the actual problem of healthcare in the United States. I would eliminate that if I was, if it was up to me. With respect to Guns themselves. I don't, I'm not a banned person. But here's what I would say. There are ways we can do all of this stuff uh, with, a, with a simple identification card. And you're, you're checked every day. And there are ways to, to deal with it. So there are courts, if you can put a drug court together, you can certainly put a gun court together. It's not that hard to, to figure that stuff out. Right, uh, people who truly understand firearms versus people who are frightened by the look of one because because it looks a certain way, which is usually liberals. Right? We talk about drug addiction. Drug addiction is a hard thing to fight, but we can all do it together. But we're never we're not going to law enforce our way out of a, a medical problem. It just won't happen. So we start to address that. Okay, the the, the fentanyl problem. Uh, we deal with that directly with uh, with addiction medicine and. And we fix that as much as we possibly can. 
uh, we, we get the, the foot of regulation off the back of good business. And, and we allow folks to do what's necessary to build their businesses. We don't always do that. We don't always do it. We don't always do it right. We stop picking winners and losers with respect to uh, uh, EVs. And here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a, uh, with respect to uh, businesses in general on, on a national scale, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say one thing about EVs, and, and I know I'm kind of all over the place today, but I'm just, it's very stream of consciousness as this stuff pops up. If you can explain to me and convince me of the pro-child slavery and pro-slave wage part of the argument, I will wholeheartedly follow you into EV land. But until then, the cobalt that's being gathered is being gathered by slaves in dirty countries that will not have EVs for decades, even though we're driving them here and in Europe. All of these companies and being controlled by BlackRock. If there's one thing that the government should be stepping into, it's BlackRock. It's all of that centralized control, right? All because of the, this whole movement of environmental, uh, uh, you know, uh, governance and all that kind of stuff. Th this is the stuff we have to, to address with respect to the climate. Yes, we need to address the climate, but hybrids are the future until the EVs are ready for business. So that means, an ex that means more grid, more production, uh, nuclear production on small scales, all of that stuff that we aren't doing and haven't done. And no one has a long-term vision, especially not this sleepy son of a bitch we have sitting in the White House now, and not the crazy one that left the White House before. We need somebody with actual vision for energy because energy is the future. With a lot of that in hand, the rest of it falls together. I mean, something as simple as what Edison Motors out of Canada is doing now in, in, in trucks. Put a small diesel engine in, in, in a truck that powers the electric motor, much like a locomotive does, and you, 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 you let it sip diesel from coast to coast to coast to coast, and it'll, it'll run largely on a, a battery charge or on, on, on a charge, on, 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 you know, on electric. Not that hard. It's a simple... There's no revving of the engine. It stays at 2,000 RPM, just generating electricity so the car, so the, the truck can go down the road. Simple. Hybrids are everything, right? But we go straight to EVs. Why? Somebody's getting paid off. There's some bullshit happening. What it is right now, I, I, I can't venture to guess. I can't venture to guess, but here's what I know for sure. We can fix this problem together, but we are the only ones who can in America. We are the only ones who can, and we, we can't do it without getting in the ballot box and getting some halfway intelligent people to work. Oh, halfway intelligent people to, to get some of this work done. So, that all having been said, I know there hasn't been a, a lot of mind changing done right now. It's, I haven't been able to do a lot of that because, frankly, there's so many, so many things to, to scream at. Uh, but here's the thing. Think about it. if you're if you happen to be an American, if you're if you're lucky enough to be an American, um, I'd like you. I'd like you to be focused, if possible, on 
making your politics local and changing what's happening around you so it changes what happens in the rest of the world. And we have to rid ourselves of this ridiculous fever dream that we're living under because, God damn it, it's going to hurt us if we're not paying attention. It really, it really will. And, um, and we're, we're, we're doing ourselves a, an extreme disservice. So, though no minds have been changed, hopefully some points have been gathered and gotten across. And I thank you for your time, trouble, and all of the, the, uh, the good stuff that, uh, that you're able to go out into the world and do. Thank you for listening. This has been the three, uh, this has been the Mind Changers podcast. And I am your old pal, Rob, and thank you very much for listening. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Be excellent to each other. Bye-bye.